A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Och det där var ni inte vana vid. Nej, att... precis. Vad var det som kom där? Ja, men det är ju helt otroligt. Det är fackförbundet Visions egna låt, Ingen maskin. Ja, vi brukar ju inte spela musik här på det. Nej, verkligen ba- bara boom, inte. så blir det någonting helt annat. Ja. Eh, och eh, det, här, det låter ju bra. Ja, jag. verkligen. Underbar. Ja. Och eh, den här låten är ju ett samarbete mellan visionsmedlemmar och några av Sveriges bästa låtskrivare och musikproducenter. Ja, men här har man verkligen gjort en satsning på att just föra ut det här budskapet om att vi behöver vara mänskliga på arbetsplatsen. Ja. Där alla kan vara med och bidra ja. eh, till en bra verksamhet. Men det är det som känns så handen i handsken med oss och det är därför vi... Mm. spelar den här. Ja, ja, precis. Och det är liksom visions eh, budskap här. Det är liksom att göra ett bra jobb och må bra. Det är lite prestera och må bra, eller hur? Verkligen. Ja. Mm. Och det jag tycker är bra också, som de lyfter, det är att man verkligen har rätt enligt lag till en bra arbetsmiljö. Verkligen. Men de har ju tagit fram ett verktyg också. Ja, stresskollen. Mm. Där kan du gå in och så svara på frågor och så... Ja, får du lite svar på var du ligger i din stressnivå. På liksom arbetsplatsstressnivå. Ja, eller ja. stress i huvud taget. Och så, så får man tips och stöd och 
Vision är en av Sveriges största fackförbund med över 190 000 medlemmar som leder, utvecklar och administrerar välfärden. Ja, det är fantastiskt och det gillar ju vi. Eller ja, hur? och ni är ja. nyfikna på Vision och kanske blir medlemmar så gå in på vision.se och där finns också den här äh, musikvideon ja. till Ingen maskin. Och väldigt mycket mer information om stress. Precis. Ja. Så äh, gå in på vision.se Och välkommen till prestationspodden. Jag heter Caroline Norbeli och jag sitter här med Per Lundervall. Hej Per! <laughs> Hej Caroline! Hej! Nu är vi igång igen. Ja! ja. Hur är läget? Jo, det är, det är bra. Det är bra. Jag är lite <laughs> jag är trött idag. Jag var, skickade båda mina barn på kalas. För att jag var på ett kalas igår. Men mm. alltså, det blev en stress som jag inte brukar ha i mitt övriga liv. Det regnade. Just. Lukas hade glömt sina utklädningständer. De här drakulatänderna. Jag var tvungen att återvända i regnet. Jag hade en prinsessa i, i vagnen som liksom var väldigt otålig och ville komma fram till sitt kalas. Och så mm, hade jag liksom ja. för tajt beräknat den här rundan ja. att komma till kalasen. Ja. Så att jag var så otrevlig och bara, Lukas du går in på... Jag går in på den Och sen så sprang med Matilda dit och kom med manden i halsen. Och, ja. Så jag känner av det fortfarande. Jag vaknade upp med, i en mardröm i natt med så puls. Så jag är så känslig. Ja, du skickade in Dracula? Bara, uh, oh, nej, det var mer bara för att jag hade fått stressa så. Ja, uh, nej, men det var också... Det ädade upp. För sen skulle jag och Matilda komma hem. Vi var helt själva. Så skönt. Martin och Lukas var på fotboll. Och vi tog ett bad. Då den, någonting gjorde att vattnet kom ut över hela golvet. Ja, det är inte hel, hela världen. Allt blir blött. Tror inte grannen kommer upp. Jag står i handduken. Hon kommer in och bara... Det droppar ner. Nej, är det jo. sant? Ja, så och då hade det runnit ut från badrummet och ut i ja. ett annat rum, eller? Som ni såg? Ja, det, nej. Utan bara i badrummet så har jag gått rakt ner liksom, längs väggen. Ja. Alltså, vårt badrum är gjort av några arkitekter som man bara, vad är det här för badrum? <laughs> <laughs> och så droppar det ner. Skikt, ja, så att de hade bara, what? Aha, okay. Det är jättebra för grannsämjan. Ja. Nej, inte direkt. Nej. Jag känner igen det där. Jag, ja. Det där är ju från vår session med eh, vattenskada. Ja, jag fick ett mejl från min eh, datanördsgranne ja. underifrån. Ett mejl. Ja. Det droppar på mitt innertak. Ja. Men gud vad hemskt. Ja, så att, det var lite hemskt. Men jag vet ju att vanligtvis kommer det inte ut så där mycket vatten och det Nej. kommer inte bort. Jag förstår att det är väggen liksom bortom att det är där Just det åker ner. Och, så de bara, nu närmar sig eller så kom eh, ordföranden till oss och bara, nu närmar sig stambyte eh, för att ja, det är på gång för att det, det håller typ inte det här var droppen ja, snart kommer vi, så här, det känns som att vi snart kommer stå som hela så här, en gevaliga familj nere hos dem och bara hallå badkalet brakar ner i ja, precis, ja. ska vi tillägga att ni bor i ett sekelskifthus ja, precis. det är ju jätteskärmigt ja, fast ja. jag är så trött på det faktiskt ja, men, ja. jag också ibland mm. 
Mm. Hur mår du då? Jo, men lite... jag, jag känner att jag, jag mår lite överallt kan jag säga. Men jag känner att jag har ont bakom vänster skuldblad lite grann. Det drar där. Och eh, jag vet, det är för att jag börjar ladda upp här inför min kurs jag har på. Ja, vad är det någonstans då? Eh, det är Arterigatan som ja, jag har hyrt in med där. Jättefina lokaler. Sådär. Och det är flera som har hittat mig och eh, vill gå. Vad roligt. Och prova på mindfulness. Det är ju liksom stresshantering. Ja. Och det är ganska aktuellt just liksom sådär. Nu i samhället men ja. också i mitt liv. Just det där med att det drar bakom vänster skulderblad. För det är lite stress. Ja. Men jag ser det. Eller ja. jag känner det. Men det och, behöver inte. Du kan ju det där. Ja, ja visst. Men det, det är det här med skillnaden mellan att tro att någonting är farligt. Och att det bara är ovant. Ja. Så det, min kropp liksom blandar ihop det där fortfarande. Så det är lite så här fight or flight mode. Men ja, jag förstår. då det känner jag in det och så bara, men är det fara? Är det någon tiger? Nej. Bara, nej. Utan det är bara att det är någonting nytt och spännande. Ja. Ja. Så det, det är skönt att vara i kontakt med. Så där, så det mår jag. Men sen så kände jag i helgen här var jag, vi städade hela söndagen. <laughs> bara det. Då blir man ganska trött. Man ska kliva upp så här på morgonen och sen så käka frukost och så har man en typ en hel dag med städ. Liksom. Då blir man lite framförallt seg. också en hel dag med hela familjen ja. hemma. Ja, det är det som så. är det vidriga. Egentligen ja, är det bättre precis. att göra det själv. Nej, och så, ja, absolut. Ja. Och så springer man på varandra och den ena dammsuger medan den andra vill bli klar med moppningen. Liksom. Ja. Så det blir lite sån här duster. Liksom. Men vi avslutade med att elda lite kakelugnen och bara mysa. Liksom. Jag kollapsade mitt på golvet och bara framför brasan där och Barnen hoppar glatt på en. Det var mysigt. <laughs> ja, jag trodde du hade haft träningsverk i skuldran. För jag har nämligen haft träningsverk. Alltså hela magen. Jag har aldrig varit med om det. Men jag tränade ja. med min PT. Och hon, ja, hon hittade alla. Hon hittade alla musklerna. Ja. Det är så här konstigt. Man kan inte Bra röra PT sig. alltså. Ja, jätte. Men ja, det är men ingen jag... idé att jag gör reklam för henne. För hon är full. <laughs> Fullbokad alltså. Jaha, okay. <laughs> inte full. <laughs> <laughs> ja. Ja. ja, vi får se vad det blir med där Jag hade en jumpalärare i högstadiet Hon var, hon var full en gång på, på lektionen Nej. Jo, men då Skolan tog väl tag i det där men Usch, Jag märkte ingenting <laughs> oh, Vad snäll liksom. hon var Ja, exakt ja, Men vi har ju intervjuat en fantastisk kvinna Ja, verkligen Hon var ju otroligt eh, vass Ja, ska säga. Ja. Ja. Hon, hon har varit här i rollen som ambassadörsfru. Amerikansk ambassadörsfru. Inte längre, så hon är före detta. Precis. Mm. Och det var hon... Eh, perioden eh, slutade för var det, ett år sedan. Ja. Så att hon har ju varit här i Sverige i fyra år. Ja. Och då så eh, kom hon till liksom, Sverige och det var lite kulturkrock, berättar hon. Ja, Bland annat att hon skickade, hon fortsatte skicka mejl liksom till folk eh, som hon brukar göra i USA på helgerna. Mm. Men hon skickade till svenskar så trodde hon mobilen var trasig för hon fick ingen mejl tillbaka Nej. på helgerna. Mm. Och efter tre veckor så insåg hon och så här, ah, i Sverige är helg, helg. Mm. Så hon tyckte det var helt underbart. Och att hon ska vara en för detta ambassadörsfru, det är liksom lite emot vad hon egentligen är. För hon började ju 
startade ju den första bloggen som en ambassadörsfru har. De bara, vad ska hon, hon blogga? Ja, ja. Så, så coolt. Så berättade de liksom vad... Ja, dels hennes man då, Mark, ja. gjorde. Och det var liksom never heard of. Det är ingen ambassadör i USAs historia som har haft en blogg och berättat vad han, håller, vad han gör. Nej. Nej. Och sen så började hon... Fick hon tips från Hillary Clinton. Ja, just det. Clinton. Ja, ja. Ja. Att eh, samla... Att liksom networka och samla folk till ambassadör, ambassaden. Ja, exakt. Eh, och hon eh, är ju väldigt intresserad av teknik mm. och eh, musik. Och Sverige är ju giganter inom det. Mm. Lilla Sverige liksom. Mm. Så att hon hade ju naturligtvis hört talas om... Och, så i USA och det är ju väldigt välrenomerat svensk, mm. Sverige i de sammanhangen eh, inom ja, gaming och, och, eh, och musik. Så hon drog ihop de här och blev förvånad. Varför blev hon förvånad? För att de hade inte träffats tidigare. Precis. Ja, så det var... De här var... musikundrarna och spelundrarna, de Precis. hade liksom inte hängt. Nej. Så de, hon bjöd in dem till ambassaden och där... Där ble, det blev någon form av startskott till att de bildade tillsammans med Daniel Ek, Spotify mm. och Ash. Som är manager för Avicii. Ja. Mm. Och, um, och då, då startade de Symposium Stockholm. Precis. Som i juni kommer de ha. Och hon vill inte kalla det för konferens. Nej. Riktigt. Men det kommer bli otroligt mycket Hon möten samlar. och så. Hon ja. samlar ihop de här Teknik stora namnen. Ja. Alla slutar ju upp såklart. Ja. Ja. Hon är grym. Hon är helt grym. Men sen, och det, förutom det här så, ja, så har man, när man läser om henne så får man höra att hon är en superwoman. Och det kan man ju verkligen intyga efter att ha träffat henne. Det är inte bara att hon har... Hon har gjort åtta jobb samtidigt och ett barn och liksom mm. riktigt duktig. Utan hon är nätverkare av rang och hon är lika fin faktiskt på insidan som på utsidan. Mm. Otroligt imponerande. Ja, varm och ja. sjukt effektiv ja. <laughs> samtidigt. Ja, det var så kul att få träffa henne. Mm. Så vi pratade, ja, ni kommer ju få höra, vi pratade om kroppen och det här med att prestera. Ja. Vi ställde ju frågan, ni får höra också, hur kan man prestera på topp ja. men samtidigt må bra? Precis. Ska de få höra nu då? Ja, precis. <laughs> Så att, nu ska ni få höra intervju med Natalia Brzezinski. Hi Natalia, how are you? Lovely. Despite this, as you see, I... It's funny that I'm doing a podcast on stress and running around because I think that your body has, it's been, I've been in Europe like every week for the past six weeks. It's been an intense period and I fell in the bathroom. So I have a black eye. So we're oh. laughing here. <laughs> you guys can't see <laughs> me in the podcast you. world, but I have a black eye and a big cut on my eyebrow. Oh. And this is my moment where I say, ah, today I'm going to sleep in or tomorrow. And then you, it's little things that give you a wake up call, but Beyond that, it, I always love, I feel that I come down when I come to Sweden. Um, it is like a second home to me, but it's just, I tell my Swedish friends, you don't take it for granted. Like for someone with a hard charging personality or if you're an entrepreneur like I am, 
Sweden is the best place in the world. It keeps you the most balanced because things just close. You know, you can't you be on all... Shops close, people oh, okay. go, things just stop. Days, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's dark. The day stops, <laughs> like, oh, okay. almost physically. And, <laughs> and it's just not as, um, I, I was joking to a friend, I was in Rome before this and London before this. So I had a work trip in London. And then I said, I'm going to, my, my new motto for the year is to, to bring my daughter more with me. And because I do have to travel, and even my husband. So they met me in Rome. And then I went here. So it was super nice. Like, it's part of my trying to be more in the present mantra. But I landed here, and I, I wrote a friend. I said, like, I just really exhaled. Because you know, the air feels, compared to Rome, like, it's, yeah. the air is yeah. clean. There was no one on the street. Like, even <laughs> if you look out the window now, it's like it's a so few funny people. To hear because <laughs> we, That's we're sad living, for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we think it's really stress out here in, in Stockholm. So... Uh. Uh, People tell me that. You come from another place. (laughs) It's even, you know, New York, D.C. I guess it's the biggest cities in the world that I work in or London. And with all of those cities also feeling like I think people are stressed, but I think societies are really stressed. Like Mm. I read somewhere recently, like American people are more stressed than ever before in history, like more than they were during the Great Depression in the 1920s. Um, And I think that's this combination of like, you can can always be on because of these things. And I'm pointing to an iPhone right now. And then the political things are very, so being in London, like people are stressed. The security, you know, I, I, talking about stress and burnout, um, my friends always ask me, what was it like moving your daughter back, your family? We've been back to Washington, D.C. for about a year now. Um, the thing that was the biggest change that it took me a while to realize because it's kind of psychological is she never had to worry about being safe here. Sweden is so safe. Um, Mm. she never, I never said to her, don't talk to that strange guy or like how Americans do. And her first week of school, she came to me the second day, like very stressed and upset. And I said, what happened? Was someone mean to you? She said, no, we, we, we had this drill. We had a practice drill of what to do if someone with a gun comes into your school. And I realized, like, oh, my God, you know, she has never had this. This is not part of her world. She has no idea that well, that kind of thing how old happens. Is she? She's now she's seven, so this was yeah. first grade. Okay. Um, and they adapt quickly, but it's, it's much yeah. more of, like, in America and and. London. I mean, I think Sweden, especially, you're much more on the defense. Like you're yeah. watching yourself. This is so open. Yeah, so absolutely. yes, you guys are stressed, but mm. you have it pretty good. <laughs> yeah, good to hear. <laughs> yeah. uh, you have a pretty full program uh, with a lot of projects and yes. <laughs> the symposium in Stockholm is one of your biggest. Absolutely, projects. And, and I think that's the thing that. Um, Obviously, it's like three jobs in one because in the end, it's a startup. So we're mm-hmm. building a brand, we're raising awareness, and our vision is always, you know, it's it's local roots and global reach. So I say Stockholm is, it's in Stockholm, and we want this to benefit the local community, but we also want to have very massive global connectivity and to bring the world to Sweden because Sweden is great, yes, but also because I think Sweden is very forward. Yeah. I mean, it's, it again... I wouldn't leave my family and do this kind of work if I didn't think that if America could be a bit more Swedish in terms of the values around the way you work, the way you empower both men and women to have jobs. And so there's a lot of interest in, you know, and the president and the White House has done a lot on this. I mean, President Obama loves the Nordics. And he said publicly, like, 
the world would be a bit better if it was run by the Nordics and in the way you, you make decisions together and the consensus and like, look at our politics now, yeah. you know, whatever you can complain about politics, you cannot say anything <laughs> <laughs> compared we're, to we're the rest of the world. Here. Yeah. <laughs> um, For the moment, it's quite, it's not perfect, <laughs> but the way you, you work as a society is very unique. And I think sometimes you don't realize that. I think there's a bit more trust in government and in each other than other countries and I've analyzed this so much I think that's part of it like in the end of the day the average Swede does trust that your prime minister is a good guy and is probably going for your benefit he doesn't they mm -hmm. don't want to hurt you we think like our politicians they want to take all our money and kill I know they take our jobs yeah, have, I mean there's a real anger different history exactly um, and and I think the third thing is you know yes it's a small country but it is so entrepreneurial and mm. I'm very passionate about innovation and entrepreneurship because I think it's it's so much more than about business. I mean, my parents were immigrants and they were entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship is making your own destiny. It's being able to kind of have the American dream or the Swedish dream or whatever it is on your own terms. We've been speaking before uh, this, how you can control your own time and what you do if you can have a higher like stress level, <laughs> if you can control your own projects or... I think this is why I survive. Yeah. Um, and I have like seven full-time jobs, you know. <laughs> But I actually have adjusted. So it's just totally practically speaking. I love working with Europe because it just means I get up at five, which I do anyway. So we mentioned sports. I was a competitive ice skater for since I was three years old until about 17. 17. Um, and I still ice skate. And I got up at 4.30 a.m every day as a seven-year-old, eight-year-old. So I have that kind of a work ethic, but that discipline that like I'm obsessed with a schedule. <laughs> like I think last year I was really close to, I wouldn't say burning out, but I'm also really good at picking myself up right before I go overboard. <laughs> And I think that's again, like the athlete, you know, if you're a yeah, runner, you know when your body is like, there's only so much that my muscles or my leg muscles can take. And I can feel when it's like, okay. It's really, really interesting that you say that you have a, Uh, connection to your body mm -hmm. and that you got that through the sports and that you can be more as i can hear is that you can uh, stop yourself and yes. see see where you are it's it's funny and you hear this probably from your guests there's something about actually listening to that voice you yeah. know that's what i train myself so i have a therapist i have i work on this stuff a lot um That's something I'm not ashamed of because as a child athlete, you always have a sports psychiatrist, you know, exactly. people. No, it's, so it's it, kind of like a life coach, uh, you know. We, I, we, I think, we were talking about that. Why does all the sportsmen have a coach mm -hmm. or a therapist, but the top uh, businessmen, they are all alone? I know. It's yeah, many it's of well. them. Many of uh, them. Mm -hmm. Some of them realizes this. They can perform, yes. I think. The others that uh, they are on uh, high level, mm high stress, but don't realize this, that they need like a sports coach. Absolutely. Mm. Because I hate this term, but it is lonely at the top or mm. at the, and there were periods when I was in the embassy, it was, it's very. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lonely. Because you don't know who you can trust, who you can talk to. And like... My sister-in-law is in, in television, and, and I remember a few years ago when I was moving here, and she, she and I are a lot alike, so she's like, you're going to be successful, Natalia, whatever you do, I know that, I see it mm-hmm. in you, but she's like, don't expect to have too many friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a woman, you're the, it just won't happen. And I actually told her recently, I said, you're wrong. Um, you have to invest in those things. That's a job too, like, mm-hmm. and that's what I put into my schedule. I always say Sweden gave me that, actually. I met my closest friends, I think, that I can really connect with that are working and mothers and doing this balancing. And we really help each other. And I have it a bit in US too, like in San Francisco. But that's like another marriage to me. I mean, those women really help me. And having this independent person, whether it's a life coach, a therapist, uh, it's new. But I think the founders, especially like the founder of Uber, Travis Kalanick. He recently brought on Ariana Huffington on his board, but Ariana's also kind of like a mentor to him. Yeah. And think of that combination, like a really nerdy guy and then this super progressive killer. older woman. Yeah, <laughs> but they realize that they yeah. need it and mm-hmm. they need this very different so cool. safe perspective and not, it's very, it's like 2%, but I do see a little bit of people realizing like meditation and like, the whole drinking culture, like going out to dinners and par- more, less and less people do that okay, um, if you, at the high level. Like, okay, if you take uh, like in Washington, yeah, DC is very old fashioned. <laughs> old fashioned, okay. That's the only place. Like, I, I love it, and my husband loves it, and it's it's been fat, amazing because Obama has brought in a new culture. But like, they never, the Obamas never go out dinners or drinks don't the surprise used me to, they are so disciplined and that's why you know a lot of people say their greatest legacy will be being like the per- they were the perfect family no scandals no dramas they love each other so much it's obvious their kids are mm. perfect but they Fantastic. don't do that kind of thing mm, yeah, and i think they're the two of the most disciplined people i've ever met and have spent time with oh, he's, just, an, he's an old athlete he's a- exactly an athlete and very aware of himself And I think that's what Dreams of My Father, his book, really put out there. Very honest. I mean, he said that he's done drugs. Like he said, he's gone through depression. You know, I love that. That's what I lack a lot in leadership is like people, especially women, think they have to be perfect. Uh, Um, And in some degree, like I've had moments where I've said, oh, 
I feel I failed or I'm insecure. And, and people do, you can't trust, you can't say everything. Again, that's why I do think you should have like a, a coach, a therapist, mm. someone you, you so if you can't be open with somebody, you will go insane. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I think I that's think. what I've really been co- coaching myself with as yeah. well. Are you speaking about uh, creating authentic communications? Is mm-hmm. this in the same field that we're like speaking about right Absolutely. now? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's very hard and you see it. I don't want to talk about politics too much, but you see it in this election. That's why people like Trump in the end, mm. you know, mm. or in Brexit when when Michael Gove came out and said, you know, people are sick of experts like you're you're so perfect. I know the way you follow me. I think we're entering a really both weird but could be good time with young people and I say young like 40 and under you know in this new generation and with media the way media and digitalization is uh, people would rather have like they'd rather see someone that's committed a crime and failed I mean look at how much more people like Bill Clinton than Hillary despite Mm. everything he's done I'm not saying this as a person I'm saying if you look at like rankings of like a percent they still like him more. He lied. He did this. He Because he's kind of like, he's flawed. Yeah, um, he's a person. And, uh-huh. and I try to be that way. It doesn't always work because you do get, you can't just give your whole personal life to everybody. But I we're, think we're this quite is where we're going. We're Sweden, though. Don't you think so? We're more open here. In terms of the, like what you, we tell each other things. We're quite open to our friends. Don't yeah, you think so? Yeah. I do think so. And I think... It's because maybe it's a little less competitive. Uh-huh. I've thought about this because um, you're really like in America. And again, I have this whole immigrant narrative, but it's just parent. People are competitive, you know, mm-hmm. even with your neighbor, you because it's very easy to end up with nothing like mm-hmm. once. Now we have universal health care, but the, the, one sickness, one mistake, one. We also sue each other a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is out of the but it's, it's part of this stressful culture, you know. Yeah. It gets more stressed out when you don't have this, uh, what do you say, fallback system. Safety net. Yeah, Safety I mean, net. what is the gig economy? So, I mean, it's kind of what, what I do and what I, I assume you all do. We do too. It's having, it's, and, it, and the re- I'll get to this, but I think, although we're all crazed, it's very empowering to be able to choose your own path and have many different types of jobs. I think, like, psychologically, very few people are happy when they come and do the same thing every day in the same spot, in the same desk with the same people. And I think the gig economy or the sharing economy, being able to combine different things um, is going to be an exciting time. You know, they say, uh, my daughter is seven years old. Google strategists, so this is kind of pretty accurate. They say most seven-year-olds at now, 80% of the jobs they will be doing have not don't exist yet (laughs) no there'll be so i mean i think we're entering a time where giga is going to be normal you're going to have to be everyone's going to have to be an entrepreneur old jobs are dying like we hear a drill out here right now that's over i mean don't be scared because i think it's actually good Um, because as robotics or whatever rises they also say there's a big rise in the need of human skills absolutely people that can connect like we are right now that can be really open um so i think it's going to be an interesting time but the people that will not survive is the people that can't change and that's a lot of this you get this whole like oh white men over 55 and I hate talking that way because but there is this feeling like they don't want to change why should I change I've done things that's the type of personality I don't think will 
will survive. And that's why I love, again, what you're doing here, because mm-hmm. a lot of being mindful and this is like being transformative. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm the kind of person that I always, maybe this is a bad thing, <laughs> but I always think I can be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that makes me chronically insecure or it makes me kind of very driven to be better toward others, to myself. It's not like, oh, I want to have better skin. It's like, you know, I really want to improve myself and what I'm doing. And I think, again, when you're able to combine different jobs and gigs and, and share your work with others, that's, it's so fascinating. I mean, that's why we did this theme of Brilliant, of Symposium. We did collaborative creativity. And collaboration is something I really saw in Stockholm. I mean, it really is less of a competitive model, much more collaborative. And I think that's, that's where it will happen. Like mm-hmm. when you have four different jobs or I have my eight, <laughs> you will find like, oh, but I can put these people together and these people together. And, and I think that's super exciting. It's going to be a hard time though because people will be lost in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be speaking about uh, Stockholm, uh, Symposium Stockholm and uh, connect the connectivity to your body. And um, you're speaking about uh, purposeful leadership. I think this is all very connected, all these topics we're talking about. Um, the best quote about this, I remember this jumped out in my mind. I was reading something by Paul Pullman, who's the chairman of Unilever, and Unilever has been doing so much on sustainability. And it was just great to hear, actually, an older man come out and say, you know, the leadership of the future is going to be leading with your heart. And that when you lead with your heart, you actually have much better business. Um, and I think he was one of the earlier ones to connect this um, CSR type of thing. But corporate social response, I think that's so over. I think it is purposeful leadership. Um, and it has to be very authentic. And the leaders that do it well you know, are people like Paul Pullman. I once met Mukhtar Kent. He actually came to Sweden and, and um, he was talking about millennials. And I said, why are you so, I was interviewing him. I said, why are you so passionate about like the young generation and Coca-Cola and, and connect? My daughter's 21 and she's having a really hard time. And this, so it's, it's going to mm. be purpose, purposeful and personal. Yeah. And I think it has to be. Mm. People are so sick of the old big corporate strategies that, you know, basically put everyone in the same box and I think that it's again it's a really exciting time but it will be very challenging for the people that don't want to accept that change have, have you met uh, Meng Tan he's the mindful uh, chief of mindfulness on Google not yet because he's, <laughs> but that's on my target list to bring him to Stockholm <laughs> yeah, he, yes because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be there <laughs> yeah uh, because he's speaking about this leadership with heart and it's connecting this uh, making money and mindfulness. Yes. And that's really exciting. And a lot of futurists, I, I listen to a lot of futurist podcasts, and they all say when you follow, I mean, that's not cheesy, but follow your heart, follow your passion, you will make money and you yeah. will be successful. It may fail a bunch of times, it may be hard, but it never works to do something that being forced to do that no. you're not into. Mm. Um, and I, it's, it's funny because I, I noticed this when we did Brilliant Minds this summer and we had some great people here and I always ask for feedback so I can do better and be better at it. A lot of people said, and these were people from YouTube, from Google, like really our international guests, like that they loved the dinners and the evening stuff. 
but let's do like yoga together. Can yeah. you do more mindfulness? You can see a, there is a real change like amongst this younger generation of, of very powerful business leaders that they want to bring their kids, for example. They want to make it a family event. If you look at like Mark Zuckerberg and his, they always do things together. So I think I like that change about tech because tech, music, it used to be like partying late night, da, 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 you know, that male culture. And that's really changing. Mm, um, so I think that's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we too. Mm, yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, the number of burnouts is uh, alarmingly mm. now in Sweden. Um, what do you think is the reason for that? And how is it in Washington? I think <laughs> I was just having this conversation because I always think it's so good here. And then some of my friends say, but don't you know that Swedes are st- more stressed than ever? Um, and I think, again, this is a global thing mm-hmm. because the economy and the politics, and it's a really hard time. People are having a hard time finding jobs. But I think it's because Swedes don't, they don't talk and they don't confront. Like you say that you do uh, share with your close friends, but I mean, in America, people really have, they're much more open. Like in your workplace, if you and I work together and you're doing something that's really pissing me off, eventually I'm going to tell you, stop doing this. It makes me feel small. No, that, you know, I'll we confront won't say it. anything about that, but we could tell you about I could tell you about my inner feelings, exactly. but I won't say stop. Yeah. Uh, We're trying to be professional. Yeah. <laughs> as we I know. It. Exactly. And, like that's the other side of consensus, uh-huh. you know, like yeah. then no one stands out. No one takes a stand on something. So it's funny. I meet a lot of my friends that like then, then you're just burning. Like you're yeah. so angry after yeah. 10 uh-huh. years that you haven't been able to say anything. And I think it's even on the political level or people talk about integration a lot, you know, exactly. and mm. I mean, in America, you you say, hey, I am a Polish, Ukrainian, black, Jewish person. I, I'm proud of it, or I love it, or I stand out. You're not really even allowed to talk about your identity here in that way. Okay, like, yeah. I think there's nothing worse for the human spirit than if you can't express, like, I'm gay. You know, I, it's like being in the closet all Absolutely, the time. You guys are yeah. in the closet all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so I, I do think that's mm-hmm. the biggest problem. It's not the weather. It's not... But I mean, I think people are quite scared to show like real feeling weakness or vulnerability or like, you know, Mm. unless Mm. you know someone really well. Mm. And I'm the kind of person where I like I love I'm a journalist. I love kind of getting it out of people. If you know them on the surface, every working woman here, if you say, how do you manage? It's fine. I have Mm. a great daycare. You know, I mean, it's. We're not. Oh, really? Is it really fine? uh, (laughs) And we switch. We think about the, the American Americans about that they are shallow and uh, we are deep. But you say in the opposite, <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah. Because well, yeah, We're I crazy that, that, uh, and you're too perfect. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's Perhaps. the way to say it. <laughs> I know that you have to finish soon. Oh, she soon. came in yeah. with... Ah. Mm? Is there any, the f- anything the we didn't warning. cover maybe? Uh, or? No, but I think we covered quite good actually. Yeah, Even actually uh, the, the most important question is... Uh, who do you want to hear in prestationspodden? I always like to have kind of unpredictable. So I could say, sure, there are people like the Google future, you know, or uh, Tony Robbins or Chopra or people like that that are leading figures. But I always think it's super interesting to have like, I would love to hear my boss. I would love to have Daniel Eck on here talking about how he does it being a father, a founding, because he is such a good dad. Interesting. Um, and he never talks about those things publicly. So having having more of the, I think the good thing women do is actually we 
Swedish women, we do actually talk a bit more about struggles and balance. But this age, like, there's a lot going on about how men are struggling. But they they really can't talk about it because they feel like emasculate. So having some kind of strong men um, that have this strong reputation talking about these issues would be really interesting to me. That would be great. Me. Yeah. Great. Thank you guys Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So nice this was see. nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Ja, men nu har vi lyssnat på Natalia. Ja. Vi pratar om det här med gig economy. Ja, det tycker jag var så himla intressant för det är ju lite som du och jag bygger upp vår våra verksamheter egentligen. <laughs> så det passar ju väldigt bra. Det är det som kommer, gig economy. Det sa hon ju att eh, man kommer inte ha ett jobb. Man kommer ha åtta. Eller ja. liksom många. Åtta kanske är lite... Ja, hon, ja, hon, är, hon är ju speciell. Ja. Ja, så att de som är... Eh, alltså man måste vara flexibel, säger mm. de som är Hon ursäktade sig och sa att så här, ja, gubbar liksom, mm. som är eh, nöjda och så här, har svar på mm. allting. Mm. De kommer ha lite svårt. Precis, I absolut. Den, I hennes eh, spåkula här framöver. Ja. ja. Och sen vad pratade du mer om? Du har kontakt med kroppen. Ja, det var ju så intressant. Eh, hon trodde ju... Jo, för hon kände ju själv att hon... Hon hade stressat lite väl mycket. Det var väl många olika saker som spelade in. Men att hon har kontakt med sin kropp eftersom hon är en gammal konståkningstjej. Ja. Precis. Så hon kände så här... Nej, nu måste jag pausa. Kroppen sa åt henne att ja. hon var tvungen att liksom mm. gå ner lite mm. i tempo. Mm. Och då lyssnade hon mm. på det. Och mm. dessutom gjorde skillnad. Ja. Men det är väl liksom alla de där tre stegen. Det är ju så här, ett, att vara i kontakt med sin kropp. Mm. Två, att lyssna på kroppen. Mm. Tre, att agera på det. Mm. Jag tycker det är sjukt Men hon sa ju det också att... Um... Det som hon såg som eh, högpresterande personer mm. har gemensamt är att de har varit eh, duktiga i en sport. Ja, precis. Och sportat mycket. Ja. Då snart kommer jag bli högpresterande då. Ja, exakt. Du har lagt grunden. <laughs> jag har lagt grunden. Ja, ja. ja men så det där var väl lite en eh, nyckel till eh, var, hur man kan vara högpresterande och samtidigt må bra. Ja, mm. ja. Hon tog upp också att hon tyckte att vi var ytliga. Vi ja, i Sverige. Inte ja. vi två. <laughs> nej, nej, exakt. Men svenskarna är ganska ytliga. För de berättar inte vad de tycker. Nej. nej utan amerikanerna säger mera så här vad de tycker. och så. Ja, underbart ju. Ja. Ja, ja. Men det är ju jätteläskigt att säga vad man tycker. Det är ju få kompisar till en själv som säger ja. vad de riktigt tycker. Så det där var ju lite det som hon var svaret på varför vi mår så dåligt i Sverige. Ja. För att vi säger inte vad vi tycker. Nej. Och det där är ju, jag köper det. För att du sätter sig i kroppen ja. och i sinnet. Alla och, tankar bara, mm. jag skulle ha sagt det här. Fast jag gick, går bara vidare och har sagt någonting annat. Ja, ja eller ingenting. Och bara ja. vänder det inåt och så blir man stel. Fylld. Rädd. Ja. Man blir rädd. Mm. Ja, nej, men det är i alla fall ja, men, hur jag funkar. Ja. <laughs> ja, men det var ju så härligt det var att få prata med henne helt Ja, enkelt. verkligen. Befriande. Mm. Men ska vi tacka? Ja, vi får tacka för att ni lyssnar. Precis. Ja, Tack för att ni lyssnar. Tack Alexander Sjöblom för att du klipper så bra. Och tack Fredrik Store som komponerar så bra. Mm. Ta hand om er där ute. Precis. Tack. Hej då. Hej. 
catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.